Welcome to Conversations With. I am your host, Jamie. Thank you so much for listening today. Wherever you are listening, make sure to press that follow button so you never miss a future episode. I am joined today with Matt Smith as we discuss his job at the Blackpool Grand Theatre and how COVID-19 has affected his role and the theatre itself. We talk about how he got into amateur dramatics and his early memories of going to the theatre and watching musicals. And he talks about the companies he has performed with and helped backstage, including the Blackpool Gang Show, B-Flock and the Blackpool Operatic Players. We discuss how he has helped each company on stage and behind the scenes and discusses some of his favourite memories as well. As always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at conversationswith.jamie for behind the scenes pictures, clips and exclusive content. Now here is my conversation with Matt Smith. When it went into lockdown, how was it when you were working there? Like, What happened? Did they just tell you, oh, we're closing? Goodbye, or um, it was more like it was like rehearsals, really, because um, when Neil obviously told us about when uh, COVID just started early, early on, and we were still rehearsing for Shrek, yeah, we were um, we were okay still to be going, and the grand was still doing shows, so I, I think. We, we were just as normal, we were fine. We were just yeah. being normal, doing like normal shifts, normal shows happening once in a while. And then once Boris said those drastic words, that's when we were told not to come in. I think I was meant to be down for um, a week of, I think we went to have the World Shakespeare Company in the week. Yeah, that, I, I had tickets for that. So we had tickets to go watch all three of them. So we were planning to go for the Royal Shakespeare. I think it was as good as it gets, uh, Merchant of Venice, I think. And what was the third one? I can't remember what the third one was now. <laughs> it's six months ago. Yeah, exactly. But uh, basically, we just, I bought, because it's Mercedes birthday, she's a big Shakespeare fan. We're like, we'll go watch all three of them. And yeah. instead, obviously, I had to buy the DVDs. We bought, like, I bought the Globe collection. So obviously, we got to watch them all and we celebrated. We dressed up each night. We went to him and obviously we just watched them at home and that was so you said the Shakespeare f- Festival was like the next one's going in. Do you remember what the last show was before lockdown? Or was it like in the middle of production still? Was it like it's gonna happen from Tuesday to Saturday? So it didn't actually finish its run or was there no show um, at the time? There was there was one show. I think it was it was oh um <laughs> it it was this is what six months has done to me. I've forgotten what we were even on. Um, it was Stephen Tompkinson. Okay. I know he was on doing a show, and they did one night. They did the yeah. opening night, and then the next day, they they did a get out straight away. They took the set down and just yeah. took it away because um, we knew that. Obviously, Boris said those trusted words, and then they that company decided that's it. Can't yeah. do it anymore. Can't do it the rest of the week. So, um, <laughs> so they only did the one show of educating me, and then had to close it down. Um, yeah, yeah. Just the, Monday, the sixteenth of March. That was it. And then, and then it would have been Shakespeare Festival, and then us. Is that right? Or we were close. Yeah, it it, it was. <laughs> um, we had 
Um, let me see. Actually, actually, read the, the way that Boris said the words, and then we had from Wednesday the twenty fifth of March to the to the fourth of April. It was all Shakespeare, well, Shakespeare Company. What What shows. was the third one? It, was it as good as it gets, or whatever uh, it's called? If you like it, yeah, Mer Merchant of Venice. Me <laughs> measure for measure, and then as you like it. And Taming of the oh, Shrew. Oh, Taming of the Shrew. That's the other one. Taming of the Shrew is basically... Have you seen the film 10 Things I Hate About You? No. No, that's basically a retelling of that. Um, okay. It's basically based off that. Uh, but that's very, very good. It's basically this daughter, and she doesn't like to date it, but then her younger sister um, is liked by this guy, but for him to take her out on a date, the father says that you're going to have to take out the older daughter before she can date. So then he has to find somebody to date the older sister so he can date the younger sister. That's basically what that plays about. But that's what 10 Things I Hate About You is. And then it would have been us on the um, Wednesday. Yeah, then it was, it was the one night of menopause, the musical two on the 5th of April. And then and it was us. <laughs> yeah. So you've done quite a few shows through Bops and B-Flock. I mean, say you've been doing it, what, 15, 20 years? <laughs> so this is a unique um, experience for I, yourself. <laughs> like, obviously. Um, I've done it, for, I've done it for 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. And obviously that's not counting the gang show, that's probably more than that as well. Gang show, I'm not really counting because I've done, um, that, that's scouting wise, because, um, Gangster wise, I've done Wire District and Blackpool District, so it's kind of a bit of a. I've done too many different theatres for gangsters. I don't really count that. I count be fucking box because it's just in one building. Yes, same building. So, so you say you, you've done twelve years of amateur dramatics with B. Is it just B yes. flock and box? Is there anybody else that you've done anything with, or just them two? Um, I do some. I've done stuff with my other amateur group called the. Chideans, um, which are in post based in Poulton, and they have the group's been running since oh god, now I'm testing myself 19, 1932. Um, okay. yeah, hold on, <laughs> let me look at my poster. Quick look. It'll, it'll tell me, I'll get my, I'll get my recent mm -hmm. poster up, which, which was last year's show because I was meant to do well. I was meant to do my training show this year, but it was the week of so sure. lockdown. Oh, <laughs> I was in, I was just on just rehearsal. Boris <laughs> said words. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, is it wrong timing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so especially because you're so close to Shrek as well, and obviously it's just like how close we worked on it, and it was basically near bank hall. Yeah, it was like a week we were, before bank call or something. We were three weeks away from opening night. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember Neil and everybody just talking about bank call and like when the yeah. date was. And we were all buzzing and we were just, the only thing we had to do was set finale in the bows. That's yeah. the only thing we had to do. Um, which. Again, it was like, hello, Dolly, like the whole rehearsal went like that. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just remember doing Hello Dolly. I don't know why. I just remember doing it so easy. Yeah, like Hello Dolly went pretty quickly. Um, like you said, you think we do it between what September, October time up until April. It just flies by like that, doesn't it? It's just it's a quick oh, yeah, process. Like, we have September. Well, start of um, hold on, let me think. It's usually beginning of October we start, I think. Yeah, and we have like one one big opening night, as in like like reading the script what? through, yeah, and just meeting each other, yeah. Yeah, and like new people come and stuff like that, like you did and Fraser did and all that, and yeah. Eden did. Um, to first singing rehearsals and stuff like that, then the auditions, yeah. which I can't believe they went so fast as well. Um, and then you start rehearsals, and then all of a sudden we were doing like dress rehearsal of Hello Dolly in the ground. Yeah. Like, it, it just, like, from September to December, that goes quick because Christmas comes around the corner so fast. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, director's telling you it's like, oh, it's four weeks till showtime. You're like, what? <laughs> I don't feel ready. Yeah. But <laughs> no, it's like I, I just remember doing, I just remember doing Gangstone like last yeah. year during rehearsals of Hello Dolly. And no, 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 I didn't do Gangstone 2018. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. 2019. <laughs> Hello Dolly. 2019. I did Gangstone last year. Yeah. Right. Um, my today's group have been running since 1973 so they've been doing shows since then and I joined about 2002 three type of time I think at first I was helping out and then I went in it and then I think my first show I did was 2005 with no 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 yeah 2005 with robin hood and babes in the wood which was the pantomime then yeah and then since then i did i kind of tipped in and out with helping out or being in it because i didn't know what i didn't know so uh and then years went on and then 2008 with the dallas and wonderland and then that was the last time we did like a big major show. A year later, we, we got a new choreographer slash musical director and we just did like cabaret type shows. Like um, like TCOS does, like Fourth and Cleveland does them type of shows. And um, cause we went to Staining Village Hall for a while because, okay. the, because the church hall was meant to be knocked down and bit rebuilt. But it didn't happen so we it just stayed closed for an amount of years and as much as we wanted to go back to our original home we just stayed at Staining Village Hall which was very nice of them to have us but it was just, it was just such a tiny stage and we couldn't do as much and we did well for it uh, for for Village Hall but in my head, I wanted to be back in the normal Port of the Fowl Church Hall because it's, it, it's been the home of Chilean since 1973. Yeah. And, um, but, oh, when did we go back? Um, that was 2019. I think it was about 
19. We went back to the church hall when it was all done up. And now it's got a bar. The stage has been extended. So us dancers can do more. Yeah. And um, the roof's had a bit more, it's got more protective stuff to keep it up. And it's been repainted and the, the side, the dressing rooms or side rooms um, have been redone and, and from what they were. And so it's yeah. been a lot of money has been, because we have a tower sort of thing, like an attic, but the tower on, the, on if you look at it from the outside and on the right hand side is a tower, that was coming apart from the actual building itself. So we had to get that fixed properly before any, before anyone could actually, before we could actually go inside. But luckily enough, we managed to sort of get it. It took a while, we had to raise some money and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Like, um, you probably saw on my Facebook a few days ago, um, well, it was just last weekend. It's last weekend, last Sunday, it was four years ago since myself and seven other girls, we did a dance-a-thon in the centre of Holton. Um, we did a dance-a-thon for 19 hours and 25 minutes. Just non-stop. We, non-stop, yeah. yeah, non-stop. Lucky enough, the weather was on our side. It was a glorious hot day. Yeah. Um, but we managed to raise over £5,000 for it, for the actual charity. So we were really, really pleased. Um, I, I saw comedy about four years ago since we did it. Yeah. Great achievement, which I feel is a proud moment of my life. Cause it's, um, I can't say a lot of people have ever done a 19-hour dancer fun, so... <laughs> no, no. Is it just like, no. just dancing, just like, towards the end of it, you're just jiggling like this towards the end, because all your muscles um, are there. You're like a grandma dance, like... <laughs> <laughs> Starting off all energetic, you're doing the robot. No, we had, um, no, um, but I think every sort of hour we had different type of music. So we would have, we we, we got some belly dancers in. Okay. Um, We had a musical hour. We had the children's hour. And... Oh, surely the children's hour would be nice and easy. All you have to do is go clap your hands. (laughs) <laughs> you can kind of rest yeah. there, can't you? Head, shoulders, yeah. knees and toes. <laughs> yeah. So like every hour, when you got to every hour on the clock, we had to do um, sh- uh, the song Shut Up and Dance With Me. Um, and we had to do like a routine, which our choreographer taught us. And we did it every, yeah. every hour. That we thought, yes, we're going somewhere. We're getting down the clock. Yeah. Um, but... We managed to do it, but I think after we were all, we were all just bloody nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was aching. I came home and just had a massive long bath after that. <laughs> but, um, after, but I think 2018, no, 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 yeah, 2017, 18, 19, we've been back in the church hall. We've done really big shows, which have been really, really good. And this year would have been really good as well. Because we would have done, what was it called? Um, <laughs> this is what I mean. Six months yeah. down the line is gone. <laughs> I can't remember the show. Yeah, exactly. um, oh, it was basically like musicals around the world. So, um, so like Mary Poppins yeah. in London. Uh, what else have we done? Oh, Aladdin in wherever it's at. We did a bit of Fiddler. 
Mary Poppins, Jungle Book, uh, and other, <laughs> other, other musicals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did like a Spanish moment, a Spanish, um, a like Spanish La Mancha or something. Don't know if that's a real musical. Just make that's a sound Spanish. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, we, we, we did. We're doing some kind of Spanish stuff, but I'm not yeah. sure what they're from because. I'm just doing the routine and I'm a mantador, which I've never been <laughs> that before. Yeah. It's definitely like a proper all that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I, I... <laughs> well, no, actually, no, I don't do that. No, I don't do that bit. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but Chidin so, so, so it's mainly free groups I'm with, which I don't know how I still. Managed. Well, there was one year where he did, was it three, four shows in a single calendar year? <laughs> like, uh, don't understand like, uh, how you do that many. Like, I did, I think, what was it? So you would have done one with with them. I did. Fox, um, Flock, <laughs> and then your gang show as well. Um, no, no, I did. Um, I still don't get over how I did that year. I don't. It was 2018. I did my Tudine's show in March. Went straight into Priscilla, and then went straight into me and my girl, yeah. and I started and the two city bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> like four shows, you weren't like turning up into like chitty chitty bang bang, still in like drag from Adventures of Priscilla, just mixing it all up together, and if any rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like after I finished me and my girl, we started rehearsals for chitty bang bang. But I also, I also had my holiday going to Disney, so yeah. That was that was a full compact year because I literally since I came back to Disney I was back trying to Chitty. Um, yeah. uh, oh, and then once oh, Chitty finishes, you're then rehearsing ready for the next show in like September October time for the year after. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically, basically yeah. finished Chitty and started with Dolly. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I just oh that, that that year was so mental. I do not know, but it was. Um, I actually, I did, I did enjoy Priscilla. It was a really fun show because I, I, I do love that musical because it's got a great message in it and the costumes were amazing. And yeah. even though the costume changes were very quick, I think I had about 10, 15 seconds for one costume. I had to be out of one and into another one. Yeah. Um, but they were, it was such a great show and I really enjoyed that one, I think. Um, me and my girl, it's a, it's a good classic. It's a really good old classic show. It was yeah. all right, but I didn't, really, I didn't really say I enjoyed it more. Uh, Chitty, yeah. I do like, I do like it. But I don't know, I just thought I didn't do as much and I didn't feel as part of the show as much. That was your last B-Flop show, wasn't it? So far today, that was your last one. So far today, yeah. Because as soon as I heard they were doing 42nd Street, I knew I wasn't going to be capable of doing it because I didn't want to audition. And then, because I can do a little bit of tap, a little bit, but not that major scale. Because yeah. I've, you've seen clips of 42nd Street, you know it. Well, we went to go watch it. it has, yeah, yeah. We went to watch it at the Grand, and like I said, they had to be like a level three, four tap dancer, didn't need to go into it because it's such a major part of the production. Anyway. Yeah, because it's like, it's, you have to be precise, you have to be on time. It, it, 
No. And I, I didn't want to be just in the background, so I kind of just stood out and just held backstage with it because I just knew it wasn't for me. But yeah. But then I was doing Dolly at the same time, so, but I enjoyed Dolly way more than... I think I enjoyed it this time around than the first time I did it back in 2008. With B I did it with B-Flock in 2008, uh, which I wasn't... Uh, I, w- I would say it is my first show, but I was kind of like backstage at that time, but I was pulled into the show because they needed an extra guy in it. Yeah. So I did... I think I did the before the prey passes by bit, yeah. and we... Different from what we did last year, um, the, we, we actually had a, like a band with, you know, like how we had Kevin and and them like as a band, yeah, on stage. Well, we 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 came actually down the aisle, okay, at, uh, back in yeah. two thousand eight and onto the stage, and then had like Cornelius and Barnaby and Mini Faye and um, Irene in the royal box on the side. But yeah. um, so that one was all right. But then my actual first show, probably with Beef Lock, was in 2009 with Summer Holiday, which I was still. It was a good, yeah. good one. I actually enjoyed it because Summer Holiday is one of my favorite shows because it, it, it has, because that does hold a special place in my heart because that Summer Holiday was my first ever musical I went to see. Well, my nana taught me to see before she passed away. Yeah. I, did, and I saw her at the upper house with Darren Day, and I'll never ever forget it because if it wasn't for her taking me to see that show or introduce, introduce me to a musical, I wouldn't be the person I am today. No, yeah. Or exactly. what, 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 with the stuff I love to do and what, like with Disney and musicals, if it wasn't for her. I could be a totally different person because yeah. so that that kind of holds a bit of place in my heart. So even though I was just in the chorus, I still love being part of the holiday because Cliff Richard was one of her favorite artists, and she went got his videos. His, he went to his concerts. Yeah. Basically, she loved him to pieces. And to me, that is yeah. a no-brainer. And uh. That one holds special. Oh, yeah. So I was going to ask, obviously, which one came first? Was it B Flock or Bop? So B Flock was first, and you did, um, like you said, you were pulled into Hello Dolly and then Summer Holiday. What was your first Bops one? Like, how did you get into Bops then? If you were already part of B Flock, um, I Bops were doing the producers in 2016. Yeah. The year I was doing Greece with Beef Rock, um, and my uncle, uh, Uncle Phil, said to me that um, Bob's were looking for some backstage crew, and um, so I said, "Yeah, I'll go down and help out." So I went down. I met John and Marion, and then uh, I helped out with that show, which I really actually really enjoyed. And I got and I met Richard, Laura, John, and Marion, Gillian. Nigel, yeah, um, uh, Robert, yeah, <laughs> um, um, met the like met all of them literally that yeah. year in 2016, and I would 
I'm glad I, I did it because I just love that the entire company. They were just, from the moment I stepped in, everyone just made me feel so welcome and, and so like beautifully done. And um, yeah, they've accepted they you for were, who you are and they embrace you as a as who you are. Like I said, when I came in, I had a similar experience. Obviously, you brought me into Bops. Um, and like I said, as soon as I joined, they were all very welcoming, went out for drinks every Wednesday after rehearsals and it's just been, everyone's just really yeah. nice and no, there's no like aminosity there between anybody. Everyone's just so welcoming and accepting of each other because we're all similar. We all love musicals. We want to act and sing and like I said, I've never yeah, had a bad it. experience there. I've been there two years no. now. Yeah. No, because I had, I mean, yeah, Beanfuck is, I liked it for a while, but during a bit of Legally Blonde time, uh, which was in 2015, yes, I did the show, but there was always, let's just say that show wasn't, uh, like, we, everyone didn't really, didn't really get along that year. It kind of went up and down, like, there was a lot of cliques and... yeah. It just wasn't, it was just a horrible time. And then, and then throughout the year, and then for the next maybe two or three years, yes, I did the shows, but there was still some kind of bad vibe. You didn't feel like as part of a family there, whereas probably you do in Bops, like you feel well, like a big, large family together. Well, I've, when I was just doing, when we were doing, because uh, we did, I think, 2015, we did Hairspray and Legally Bond. Which was a double show year. I mean, Hairspray was Hairspray was best show we we did. It sold out for the whole week. Um, 2016 we did Grace. I've forgotten your question because I've talked about that now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, how how did you get into Box? That's when it went. Oh, Box, right? Then, yeah. And then you um, said that you just went to go backstage for the production of producers. producers yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so obviously it was in the same year as Grace. Uh, I just did. Well, obviously it was before Grace. Sorry, because obviously been it was in April, and the way that when I stepped foot into the when I went to the first rehearsal for producers, um, uh, I think our first person I actually met was Gillian yeah. and Pam. And then I met Richard, and then um, I think I don't I don't think you met her. She's called Danny Jones, and she. she uh, I went to high school with Danny Jones. Yeah, I know of Danny Jones. Yeah, so obviously her dad was part of Bob's, and before he passed away, which um, was very sad, uh, he was the, actually the very first person to welcome me in, and. I will not forget that day because he was so lovely, down to heart. Like, it's like, it was like a whole new world opened up for me because the box was just wonderful and welcomed me in so wonderfully. Like, I just walked in. I didn't know no one, absolutely no one. And uh, I met John and Marion and... Oh, the most welcoming I've ever had in a group. And they just, 
they said, do you want to come out with drinks? Do you want to do this, that, that, that? I got invited so much. I felt so like part of the family, yeah. even though I wasn't like a member yet. So I think that first festival I went to, I just felt so welcomed and humbled and just being me. Like they didn't care what I was. They were just, yeah. I was just being me and that's what they loved. And I met everyone else and I got along with everybody, I got along with Laura, who I loved deeply. Uh, well, basically everybody was in producers. Just, I loved it from start to finish. Um, the whole show week was incredible. I got to know John and Marion so well. And, um, and then after that, they said to me, are you, are you going to come back and join Dubazilla? And I said, absolutely, 100%. So I, so I did. Um, and I never, I've never looked back because they, and then obviously, then the next year, you came along. I came along. Do you remember how that happened? Yeah, because you asked me. <laughs> you asked me. Yeah, so it was one of those things, like, because I haven't been acting for about 10 or so years. Like I said, obviously, I got married, had a kid, just doing my own thing. And the last time I acted was in college in about 2009. So I've mm. wanted to do it for ages. Like, I've seen, I didn't, didn't go to the productions, but I've seen, obviously, B-Flock, Chitty Chitty Bam Bang, Legally Blonde, all these big musicals. I didn't know how many different production companies were actually in Blackpool and across the Far Coast. I thought, oh, B-Flock. I was like, okay, I know of B-Flock. Uh, do I know anybody in B-Flock? There's Amy Atkinson, who's in B-Flock, so I know her. And then I obviously saw you were in it. So it came around, I was like, I'm just finally going to do it. I'm just going to go to her. So find out when they are and let's do it. So I was like, I'll message you. So I messaged you and was like, what's going on? And then you're just like, well, Bops is just doing this uh, Hello Dolly. You always need guys. Rehearsals this Tuesday if you want to come. And I was like, this is on like the Friday or the Thursday. It's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then it's like, I'll, I'll pick you up if you want. I was like, yeah, okay. And then obviously, because we've obviously been in contact, but we don't speak a lot, a lot. So that was the first proper... Uh, besides probably yeah. Taryn's wedding, uh, which obviously they recently had their anniversary, because that was, that was four years uh, ago, today, uh, yesterday, sorry, their anniversary. So... When what, was that? 2000 and... 2016, they got married, yeah. Oh my God, it was the year of degrees, bro, yo. That yes. seems a long time ago. So, when I saw yeah. it, I saw it yesterday, I thought, four years ago? Yeah. I thought, fuck, you know, that's gone super quick. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I just remember going to, coming down, and after seeing yourself, Jason, and yeah. Karen, um, I think at the wedding, that's when I reconnected with you and Jason. Yeah. Because I've seen you odd times uh, when you've been here in Blackpool or something like that, or when you were with Taryn, maybe, before we moved away. Yeah. But then, properly, I think, I actually got to know you more and Jason at the wedding. Yeah. Exactly. We were just acquaintances through Taryn. Like we weren't we were we weren't as close as what we are now. We we're just friends. Like we knew of each other uh, from that yeah. point. And like I said the wedding obviously yeah. was closer. Yeah, so like you said we were friends 
then, but we're now like we're really close because we just really see more each other as often, more often now. So, yeah. uh, uh, fuck, four <laughs> years ago. Um, but yeah, I remember, I, I remember, I remember picking you up the first first time. I do. Yeah. You, um, you were like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it's, it, I have no idea what it was. I said it was Hello Dolly. I was like, never watched it. Let's just go for it. Let's see what happens. If I don't like it, there's no obligation for me to stay. Walked in, read the script. You know, did all the read through, asking people to read lines. I was just quiet in the corner, just reading the book. <laughs> with all my yeah, face. you were. <laughs> just you make, were. Sure, make sure nobody says anything to me. And then just read it all, spoke to a few people. And then, like I said, we went out for drinks after, got to know Richard who and Laura, obviously. And then Robert's always quite an approachable person. And he was like, obviously, coming up to us and talking. And yeah, from that point, I was like, I know where I belong. This is it. And then, like I said, I haven't looked back since. No, I know what you mean by Richard. Because I mean, like, when I think it was show week, and um our producers and after i think a matinee i didn't know what i was doing and um i think they were, they were going to nando's and they said matthew do you want to come along and i said yeah yeah that'd be great and um and i love richard because he was like a like a father figure shall i say type of, type, like a yeah like a really close he looks after figure. he looks after everybody um like i said even if he's like obviously he was Cornelius, wasn't he? And Hella Dolly's like the big star of the uh, show, but he's always approachable and kind to everybody, and he makes make sure everybody's included, which is what it should be like. And yeah. like I said, he um, basically took me under his wing, just per se. And obviously, like I said, we went for drinks every Wednesday. Happy if I didn't have a ride or you were at B Flock, he would happily take me and pick me up as well. So, like I said, it was. A nice space of nice people, and like I said, Richard was one of those people that we like. So we went to the cinema, uh, join show week to watch Avengers when that came out. And oh, did you? Yeah, Avengers Endgame came out during show week. Um, so we, me and Richard, I think Fraser went to go watch Avengers Endgame on um, the Thursday, I think it came out because it was a Wednesday midnight. We did the Wednesday show, no, it would have been Friday. It would have been Friday. So we had Wednesday, yeah. then Thursday matinee, Thursday night, and then we went to see it Friday and then went to the grand for Friday night's show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean, because like, I always, like, I think, Rich had a bit of a good role in producers, and, but, yeah. but I just felt that he took me, under, took me under his wing that time and still does to this very day, because I just remember it very well, and even during Priscilla, He's like me in a way because I, for me, I care about yourself, Laura, Rich. I care about all my friends really. Yeah. And I do anything for, for you guys. Like, like I give you a lift home, or give Richard and Laura a lift home, uh, or anyone else. Yeah. I would do anything for anyone, Bob's, because I love them all to pieces, and I, that's the way I am, and I always will be, and I'll never change that. Yeah. People say to me, "Oh, it's no, it's too far, too far, too far, too yeah. far away from you." I'm like, no, 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 I'll give you a lift. It's fine, yeah. fine, I don't care. So, uh, no, I love Richard. He's just been there for me since I started, and I love it, and I always will. Um, and obviously, Trevor, who's Danny's dad, God bless, God bless, bless him. Um, 
He was so lovely to me when I first met him. Fortunately, I only got to do one show with him, which was a shame. But um, he, yeah, unfortunately, he had to pass away, which was, wasn't nice. But no. at least I got to meet him before yeah. he actually did. But, but I knew, I could tell he was, he was a massive part of Bob's. I could tell he's like, I think he, he did it for years and years. And got to know Danny. I was going to say, because obviously Danny is related to Richard as well, isn't she? Yeah, brother. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. It's just because of the the surname. I I didn't want to say, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I'm pretty sure they were related that way. Yeah, the brother and... Yeah, the the whole family is just beautiful. I mean, I think think the week of producers, we were in Nando's and I sat with Trevor, Danny's mum and myself and Richard were sat together and just easily just got along so well I just thought I'm in love with Bob's love it and then I just it's a a real family thing as well like you said you've got Nigel and obviously Jenny and Danny uh, Hicks and then like said now Eden's in there Taylor's joined for Shrek and her mum's doing all like the makeup and the hairstyle for yeah um, mm. And they did Dolly and helping out. So it's a fairly family orientated company. And it is, because um, Nigel's been in Bob's for God knows, probably since it started. And yeah. he, he's like, for me, I'm, I'm sure you'll agree with this, he's like the dad of he's the Mr. entire. Bob. Yes, he is Mr. Bob. He <laughs> says to us, like, there's only one star, and that's Bob. But I think that's more him because he keeps us. Entertain because his personality is so it's so funny and just brilliant yeah. in a way. Because like no matter w- like what type of rehearsal it is, like I think I went down to <laughs> silly enough I went down to re- for a shrimp rehearsal. Yeah, but I w- but I wasn't called for, <laughs> and I didn't realize it until I got there. And Neil said, "What are you, what are you doing here?" I went, "I'm here for rehearsal." And he went, "You're not called." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> but, and then now I just said, well, I said, you're keen, aren't you? I love yeah. the guy who's keen and always turns up for us. So I thought, it, yeah. but he's so, he's so lovely, but he's got that great humour and comedy about him. I just love it. And, but yeah, he is the head. I think he's just the dad of Bob. Because obviously there's Jenny, there's Victoria, who's his other daughter. And then now we've got Charlie and then her, their mum, which who's a lovely lady. She's a lovely lady. I, I think she did Bob maybe on shows years ago, but I don't know. I've always I've just known yeah. her for being in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, I've never looked back at Bob's before since I joined in producers. I've done now done three show producers just a dolly yeah three shows. Yeah. So Shrek's my fourth one, and I think... Well, Kinky Boots will be your fourth show, <laughs> if it goes on oh, before true, Shrek. yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, I think, personally, myself, I think Bob's is my future in amateur theatre, in Blackpool-wise. I'll stay with Jadeans and stuff like that, Colton-wise, but Blackpool-wise, I think it's going to be Bob's, because, like you say, we're just a massive sociable family group no matter who we are or what we are we're just accepted 
no matter what. And like when you came in, um, you didn't know anybody. And Eden came in and she sat next to me because she was, I was the only one she knew. Yeah. I've known Eden and Taylor, or the whole Kipax family, for years. Well, yeah, I think they did the uh, the gang show because obviously I didn't really know Eden. I was speaking to her during show week, and it turned out obviously they're quite close with Taryn as well because obviously Taryn did the, the gang show. So obviously they knew Taryn for years as well. So, yeah. so to talk about yeah. Taryn and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, um, yeah, me, Taylor, and Eden and Taryn obviously did gang show together. And one year, I think it was 2009, Taron uh, produced his own number, and we did a Michael Jackson number, which... Sounds like Taron, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, it's totally him. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I, and then that week, um, in 2009, me and Taron on the show, went to see Michael Jackson's This Is It, after, I think, just after he passed away. Yeah, me and Taron had tickets to go watch the live show. Like the live actual concert. Oh. So he was devastated, obviously, after he passed away. As a big Michael Jackson fan, he is. Um, so I think we did, we did Smooth Criminal. Yeah, yeah. Me, Taylor, and Taryn, and some other lads did Smooth Criminal. And it was a great number, which I'll forget. But I remember just going to see the film because I, I walked from here to his house in Leighton. Mm-hmm. And then we walked that from his house to the Odeon. <laughs> yeah. And then we walked from the Odeon to the Globe Theatre. So that, and then we had a show that night. Well, yeah. no, went to the film, then walked to the Globe, and then did the show. So it was a very, very <laughs> majority big day. But um, no, me and Taylor got on like a house on fire. And, yeah. and I loved, loved the whole Kipax family. And... So when Eden came in to Dolly first time, she just knew me. She sat next to me, and I was like, "I'll, I'll help you make, I'll help you feel welcome in stuff like yeah. that." And then, and then, boom, she's the star. Was just <laughs> well. Then we didn't. Then we, but then we had two Dollies. No, two. It's true. Yeah. Before one had a little, yeah, <laughs> baby. Um, but Dolly was such a uh, I don't know. The rehearsals were just so fun. Yeah. Do you remember much about the rehearsals then? Well, of course I do. I livened everything up. That's why it was so great. <laughs> uh, everybody loved me. I remember that one no, rehearsal. No, where I was a table. Not just you. I was a table in one. I was a table in one rehearsal. It was great. Uh, but I loved every rehearsal that we had. Like I said, just connecting with people and obviously learning dancing again and obviously I did speak in that one, I don't have any speaking roles uh, like I do in Shrek but it was just nice to just get back at the amount of dance numbers in Hello Dolly as well, all completely different and that's the benefits of being a guy in musical theatre, it's always going to be something for you to do because you always need guys. <laughs> so, well yeah I mean. because like, it's always been like lady dominant Yeah. and in my, in my view all the time with BFAC, always the ladies are always well, were yeah. always like every time I went to a B-flop rehearsal, it was always loads of ladies. And I thought, oh shit, where's yeah. all the, the men? <laughs> and like, and they say to me, go and recruit some man. I'm like, 
Yeah. Where from though? Where from? <laughs> because I don't, yeah. there's hardly any men in Blackpool who want to do this sort of thing because, yeah. well, you know, there's lots of lads lads who think this is all bullshit. Yeah. But, yeah, so yeah. go out, play foot. You go down to obviously, you used to collect me up from football, didn't you? When I used to play football on a Wednesday night, you see how packed yes. back football was or whatever. And it's like there's literally every pitch is full, everyone just wants to play football, all the lads. So, yeah, like I said, there's not a lot of guys. And I think when I speak to Steve Hook, he was like, he started really late on as well. Like, he wasn't performing until really late on in his, shall we say, career. Like, he wasn't like ourselves, or we're quite young. You started when you were like 17 or. And I've started when basically I was 28. So, <laughs> so obviously, it's quite young considering some people start later on and they just see it as like an extra thing. But When did he start? When he was what, 28? No, I started when I was 28. You started when you were like 17. I think Steve Hook started really late on. Like, I'm not sure if Hello Dolly... Or, no, he did Titanic, was... didn't he? So. Yeah, he, yeah, he was done Titanic with Bob's. Um, I think I was... Yeah, I was just 17 years old. Yeah. So, like I said, you've been doing your whole, your whole life. Uh, like I said, I've been acting throughout high school and college, but Dolly was my first amateur dramatic, like, live. Um, when, was, when was your last, when was your last, like, before Dolly, you know, it's matter, when was your last proper stage? Did you do a musical before? In your, in your I've done a musical. Well, at college, oh, I... Right. At college, we did like little bits of shows, so it's not a full show, but it's a, like like you say, it's a compilation show. So we did a bit of West Side Story and Les Mis. I did that in college, but my last proper play, I've done like weird stuff at the Grand as well, where it was a variety show, and me and uh, my friend in high school did a two Ronnie sketch as part of a variety mm. show. Uh, that was probably my last proper show on stage. Um, but if we're talking. Before that, we went to Manchester and did the Royal Shakespeare Festival in about 2006, oh. five. And that's probably last audience proper show, just a show. And uh, we did um, A Winter's Tale, which was nice. But so again, you, musicals, so most, I haven't so you, done musicals. So you mostly did like Shakespeare stuff? I did that one Shakespeare play. Um, as part of college, uh, high school, um, and then college is more compilation. So we put on shows. So we had to do showcases. That's the word I was looking for. So I did. Me and my partner at the time, we did Aladdin: A Whole New World as part of our first one, and then our actual last showcase, we put on a big musical. I um, we started off with like high school musical, all in this together, and I. <laughs> I can't remember all the musicals that were in it. There should be a DVD out there somewhere. Um, I'm going to try and reach out to people. And then I was just basically dancing in loads of them. Then I had a solo ones for me and somebody else did Bot to the Top from High School Musical. I was Ryan, obviously, not Sharpay. And then, um, and then me and all the lads, because again, there was only like four, five lads oh, in our actual course. No. So we, 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 did, we all did Grease Lightning. So as you got to do with us, the boys. Um, and then I think I did one more with someone else, maybe. I don't know, but everyone did their own thing. Like some people went and did Rent, Take Me or Leave Me. Some did Popular from Wicked. 
some did um Sorel did I'm not sure if that was the right one. She she did in one of them, she did Sweeney Todd. She did that in one of our showcases, and she did I can't remember the one that she did. That might have been that one. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I that's I mm. I knew Sorel because obviously she was in my performing arts in college as well. And then they got together at the end of the first year of college, I think, and they've been together since. So was your um it's interesting how they were, which I'm quite surprised of because I you, you said you said you said to me not really much of a singer. No, but it has to. It's musical theatre. I know, but <laughs> I, 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 what's your voice? What, what was your voice like then compared to now? Could you sing it then? I was a I was a lot better singing in high school before my voice broke. I will say that. And um, I used to be okay in high school. I had singing lessons. In high school, I did okay. Um, I mean, I can sing to a degree, not as well as many people. I can hold a tune, kind of. Uh, <laughs> it, depend, it depends on the song. I'm not more of a musical theatre person. I like to think I can sing the songs. I like to sing. Um, but I think when it comes to actually singing, I mm. prefer slower, lower-toned like I like Mumford and Sons and George Ezra. I like singing them. So are you more like well? Because I cause I do all three. I do dancing and acting. Because I still mm-hmm. have sing lessons to this very day, and I have a few solos, gang show or Chadians or Bob's whatever. Still to this very day. Um, oh god, my question's gone. Uh, basically, what are you going to say? Which one am I? Am I a singer, dancer, or actor? No, I think you're. Do you? I think. You're more of like a, you're like half of me, you like, you like more musicals than you do singing, I think, if I'm right. Well, I, I, I love musicals, like I'd happily listen to a musical. Yeah. I'd happily sing musicals, or sing them on stage in front of people because I'm not that good, but you know, I'll happily sing them. <laughs> um, but when it comes to, like you said, the triple threat, singing is my weakest. I like to think I'm a pretty good dancer. I was in boys' dance company throughout high school. Before I put loads of weight on, I could bend and do everything really good. So I was quite flexible in high school and I could do loads of stuff. Acting would be my main one. I like to think I can act pretty well. Accents Mm. I'm not very good with. So I'm not sure how I'm going to do kinky boots because, you know, it's a lot of southerners. No, that's what I mean. Like, I'm a bit like... I'm looking forward to Kinky Boots, but it's just the accent for what Neil wants mm-hmm. for it. And I'm thinking, yes, it's set in England, which is fine. It's not American. Phew, thank goodness for that. But it's going to be Yorkshire t- type of yeah. accents, I think, for uh, Charlie mm-hmm. and Lola. But I don't know how we're going to cast Lola. I do not know how. That's one role. I have no idea. I was talking to Fraser about this recently and we we're just like obviously talking about who you wanted to go for and like what do you think what's going to happen with Kinky Boots and it was there's not enough men and if they're wanting men to dress up as the drag queens I don't think there's going to be enough men and if we're getting ready for Kinky Boots which is going to be in March and we start rehearsing in October do we have to start wearing high heels now to get ready to wear high heels? So we're used to doing it on stage. Well, the good thing is, 
The good thing is, I already know how to do that, so I can just walk in them. Because because I've worn high heels in Gangsha about two or three times. I did it for Priscilla. So I'll just put them on and I'll just walk. And I'm like, what's what's the problem, guys? What's the problem? Um, But you are right, though. I I mean, when I watched, um, when it it was in cinemas, the the actual musical itself, I mean, great production overall, fantastic production. But just like the amount of dancing that they do, the drag queens do is is it's, unless they get professionals in there from like funny gills or anything like that. I don't think. Yeah, but it's you, be, oh, but. Yeah, but do you not think? But they want to get paid for it though. That's yeah, the problem. exactly. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember, like, what other funny moments did we have in Hello Dolly that I? Kind of was so funny. I, I'm just trying to remember. I know you did the t- you table bit, but there was other moments in rehearsals where it was just so funny. I don't know what. It's just little moments, like I said, they just happen organically. Um, yeah, I just remember that one because it was my cover photo on Facebook for a while. It's just me as a table. Yeah, it was. <laughs> did, did you not do something in um, on the last night when you were painting? <laughs> Um, I yeah, you tried. did. I remember. Yeah. Well, I always said I don't know if you remember the the meme of John Travolta. So I always said I'll try and do it. So all I did was basically just put it up there and just go. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna. I think maybe what you're thinking of. I was going to put my own line in there, but I didn't. I was going to walk past and go, oh, my school's here, my school, my school's here. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm probably not going to be invited back if I just start going ad-libbing, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I was going to go, yeah, but- it's upstairs, you idiot. And I went, oh, my school's here, my school's here. <laughs> uh, obviously, you didn't see my moment in, in the show when yeah. Neil came up to me, I think it was, Dress run or tech run or something like that. He asked me after the parade passes by number and when Dolly and Steve were just talking to that mannequin. I remember this. Mrs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he asked me to take something off it. So I was like, okay, fine. What do you want to take off? He took it, take off the arm. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so every night I did it. So I, yeah. I, I had to put the off, got the arm, take it off stage, and then Steve's just his line, blah, blah, blah. But then the Friday night of the show comes, and who's in this audience? Mom, dad, sister, brother-in-law, cousins, <laughs> people who know me are in the audience, and also my fellow colleagues and usher-wise. So yeah. it was that moment, I was, I was going up the little steps, and I was doing that with the arm, and it wouldn't come off. And I stood there for about one minute. And the whole audience was laughing their heads off. And um, uh, <laughs> I think I delayed the scene for about one minute. And Steve mm-hmm. and Eden had to, had to add lid for a bit. <laughs> so it was, uh, if you saw it, because I know you, you went upstairs straight away if you saw it you would have been dying with laughing it was yeah. so funny i don't know how i messed that up i just remember you talking thought, about it afterwards uh but yeah i think that's the only problem with us actually performing we don't actually get to see the show 
especially as ensemble, we're on there all the time. So I think there was only about between, um, I think act one between before the parade passes by, or when mm. the parade passes by, whatever it's called. And what's the end one? Um, well, end of act one. Oh, no, wait, no, sorry, not before that. It, it's, it was after, before when a parade girl passes by, when a parade passes by, and then before that, it's, it takes a woman, oh. isn't it? We're not on from it takes a woman. It goes, it takes a woman, and no, 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 parade no, for us. No, it was, we did um, the opening scene. Yeah. Then we did it takes two. No. It takes a woman. It takes a woman. <laughs> I've got her in my, in my mind now. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well. Um, it was put on your Sunday clothes. That's what I'm thinking of. Putting your Sunday clothes. Yeah, in between, it takes a woman and put on your Sunday clothes. We've got nothing. I think there's about two songs or whatever which we yeah. don't do. So that that's the biggest break that we had. So I could just sit downstairs, dressed ready, and just watch it on the TV. And uh, so that's the only bits that I actually saw of the actual show because we weren't doing anything. But then we do that. Put on your Sunday clothes. Then we come downstairs, get dressed ready for when the parade. Then we finish that, go upstairs, get dressed in the interval, come down, wait as Gallop, straight into Hello Dolly, yep. and then yep. into the court scene, and then that's the end. So we're in it basically the whole. Oh, that that that, <laughs> that court scene, that court scene felt so tight. But well, I, I wasn't in the court scene for most of the shows because I had to dress up in the painter's outfit. So I left before it actually happened uh, there was did you because during dress rehearsal i didn't make it for the finale i didn't make it oh. for, I, did, I, I went for i did i did that bit and yeah i had to go to the painter's outfit and i had to put my clothes back on so i got into the painter's outfit fine but then i had to take it all off and put my suit back on ready for the finale and i missed the finale so after that, I was like, I'm not going to do the court scene. I'm going to need to get ready for the painter's outfit. So I did one in the court scene. I think it was a Saturday matinee. I was like, I'll stay for it just so I can actually do the court scene. And yeah. I still managed to dress up and everything, do everything fine. But the last night I made sure, obviously, I didn't do it. But yeah, that's the only time yeah. I did the court scene. Yeah, because I think you left just after... Hello, when, when, when we're all spinning to get into the um, get into the court scene, and we all and they oh, bring on, yeah. they bring yeah. everything on. I sneak off in the back. Yeah, I think. Oh, uh, hold on, let me try to remember. Uh, when um, don't well, however the song finishes, uh, yeah. never go away again. We went off, and then it was the scene bit. And then I think we all came back on. Uh, oh gosh, this is oh gosh, <laughs> I don't remember the actual scene. Uh, we came back on, and we well, as the thing, we came back on to do a little bit of um, it's it's wait, it's galloping it. Oh no, oh no, 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 oh no, no. After the, the gallop, after the, the actual dolly number. I went off to get changed for the waltz dancing competition bit. Yes, the waltz dancing bit. Because I'm pretty sure we weren't wearing weights gallop when we were in the when we were in the thingy. But after that, it went into the court scene. So I think yeah. 
somehow you sneaked off mm-hmm. or you went off and got changed for your paint a bit. So, um, yeah, that's how that usually worked. But it's just annoying because mm, like, so, everything that's gone on with Shrek and obviously how close we were. Mm. I don't know. I think Shrek's been a little bit different to Dolly because you've had the principles, fairy tale creatures, guards. We haven't been all together a lot. So it's been a little bit different. Whereas Hello Dolly, we were all together all the time. Besides Tuesday nights, it was just the principles. When, when Neil said about doing that sort of thing, I felt like I didn't like it because I felt like we weren't as close as we were in Dolly, but we're not now. And um, I kind of missed being all together, you know, like, like Dolly, we were all in one rehearsal. There was yeah. no separate ones and stuff like that. I mean, yes, it's right, it's a great show. But it just, it just didn't feel the same. I know we were three weeks away from doing it, but it just didn't feel like, like box. It didn't so. have the magic of Dolly. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. Because like, you had Fraser, Eden, and Ian in one rehearsal for their script. Then you've got Callum, and then you have me and you, and then it's not really everybody. And then you the won't, time see, you won't all... see any of the fairy tale creature stuff because you're not a part of all of that. So you had all oh. the fairy tale creatures like Freak Flag and Story of My Life, which were all separate. I was in Story of My Life, obviously, but I never saw Freak, Freak Flag. Um, so they all did different rehearsals. So you didn't really see any of the fairy tale, especially no. for you if you were only, like I said, in the guard areas, you'd only see our chambers bit so you'd only see the other guards and Callum you wouldn't see maybe no, the only bit towards the end and Shrek and Ian but the only the only bit I would have seen would have been the start of the show when I'm a villager and I do that it's a big bright wonder bum, 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 mm-hmm. all that and then go off get ready for Philonius and that's it that's yeah. the only part I would just I would see that bit then I'd see the, the chamber bit and then I would only see the part where Callum's on my back and I'm crawling like a <laughs> Flonius uh, something. <laughs> um uh whatever. And then and then it, it's like nearly finale time. Yeah, so it's about the fog pod, to... really, that's it, yeah. And then it's like end of show. So I don't we both well don't get to see much of it. But yeah. but I think with King Boots, when I watched it. Um, they're all together in yeah. It's quite Dolly. It's it's like Dolly. Like there's a bit where the two principals and there's quite few scenes with a lot of ensembles. So it's kind of like Dolly. I think Kinky Boots, which would be really really good. But like you said, I think I don't know. I think it's going to be quite tricky to to do this show. I mean, not hard hard, but I just think it's going to be hard to cast it. Yeah, in a way, because like, oh, yeah, exactly. How are you gonna? Ha- where are we gonna find a black guy to play Lola? Yeah, it's just like it's, said, it's, it's just gonna have to be a white guy, isn't it? Really, I mean, it's same with Donkey. I mean, Donkey's traditionally black in the uh, West End and Broadway and in the movies, voiced by Eddie Murphy, but um. Yeah, so obviously Fraser's done that. I mean, he does really well. He's just got to take it in a completely new direction. 
Um, mm. But yeah, I don't think it's going to, unless obviously somebody looks at it and comes and is really, really good at the part. But judging on the people that we get now, the, re- the repeatability of the people that keep coming back, mm. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a bit like, a, I don't know, it's 50-50 at the minute because we don't know, it's like, are we even going to start rehearsals? Do, we don't really yeah. know. Well, usually they would start in about five, six weeks' time, beginning of October, wouldn't they? So, because I obviously I'm back at the only place I'll be back in September is school, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and that's the only thing I'll be doing because I don't yeah. know, like, because obviously my Janine show this year we want to do next year, but um, we don't know when we can actually reopen with that. Yeah. And it's like with Shrek, even though that's not till October next year, we're still going to have to rehearse the whole show again because probably a lot of people have forgotten all the routines yeah. and the, their lines. So it's going to have to be redone from start to finish. Julius has to go over the routines again. After learning and putting on kinky boots, if we do that as well. <laughs> so it oh. just works like I said, we've rehearsed all of Shrek up until the finale. Then we've got to stop, do kinky boots, put it on, complete it, and then bring Shrek back. <laughs> well, I that. think we'll be I think we'll be rehearsing during the summer or something. For sure. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, fin- we'll finish kinky boots um, mm. in March. I think we finish in April, don't we? Yeah. And then, like I said, we'll come back for it in August time, July maybe, and then get ready, do kinky boots, probably have a few weeks off, and then we'll be starting whatever the next show will be in October. So it's a full on. I'm, I'm gonna, well, it, 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 well, for me, it is. Yeah. It will be for me because I've Chadians, Kinky Boots, Shrek, Gang Show, four shows again, and then add and add all my ushering shits on yeah. to it. I'm going to be busy as ever for yeah. the whole year because a lot of this year's shows have moved to next year. So, like, obviously, Dirty Dancing, which was meant to be on now. This month has moved to next year, so that's going to be for the whole of August. So I'm going to be busy for for throughout all that, and yeah. and then there's all the other shows which are going to be in between the year. So I'm going to have tons of hours, I can tell. But um, I don't know. It's going to be quite surprised. I have to see what happens in September. What what the what we're like in yeah. uh, these days. I feel more better with Bob's because obviously Julie's choreographer and she's brilliant what she does and she gives people a chance to um, be who, what they can and can't do. So yeah. say if you're a mover, you're a mover. If you're a proper dancer, then you are. So Bob's would give me more, because like in Priscilla, I was majority of all drag queens and stuff, that was going to be more of a chance to shine. And that, I felt that in, in Dolly as well. Because when we were doing the gallop, and there was me, Laura, Vicky, me, Nicola, you. Hold on. So we, we came down with our mops. So we came. Da, 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 da. I was in the middle. I think then it was you and. No. Nicola. I was next no, to Nicola because she fell in front of me. Uh. Were you, was Laura in front of you? 
Laura's on the opposite side. I think there was only me and Nicola on that side. There was three on your side, two on my side. I think. I just don't know which side I came from. Um, you came from the other side. So if you look yeah. at the stage, you came from the left. Yeah, because I, I, I had Vicky behind me. And Laura in front. Oh. Well, well, well so, no. I think, yeah, because she was in the front. And then I came in the middle of the V, came down with the mop when we did the... Ba, 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 mm. Uh, we'll talk about that bit, yeah. Yeah. When we were doing all like the um Yeah. All that blah blah. Yeah. And the and then we did the tray bit as well. Um yeah. but what, 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 wait, what one question were we on? <laughs> um uh, no, you were talking about how great Julie is and she was talking about how we see our freedom of how oh, yeah. we can dance oh, yeah. and stuff and then you're talking about that bit um, with the us five. Um, yeah, um, yeah, Julie's just giving me, well, not just Julie, but Bob's so giving me more a chance to shine and be shown what I can do, which is more grateful and better than BFOG ever did for me. So I think... From now, I think from now on, I'll be just sticking to bops continuously until yeah, whatever age I get to. <laughs> it goes yeah. from that because obviously now I'm in my last year of my twenties, so it's the big three downhill. Yeah, right. The big three O next year. Yeah, so I've got a busy year of shows as well as having a big massive festive birthday party. Same. So, um, but I've managed to decide to have my party in September when, because not only have I got shows to do and I've got ushering to do, I've got weddings and stuff to go to as well. So it's pretty much a jam-packed year for me. Yeah. So, as well as doing everything else that I do. So, uh, but I would say Bob's is the best. I think group out there in Blackpool because they're just so. It's like Nigel says, there's only one star, and that's just Bob. Yeah. It's just Bob. It's just all of us in one group as a family enjoying every single moment. Like our Hello Dolly rehearsals were hell as funny as ever. Strike is all right, but it's not the same. But, but I think King's Boots could change that again but Bops is going to definitely be my permanent group I'm going yeah. to stick with for Blackboard because we, we just get along so well and we have a laugh don't we yeah where it's where it's like we go to the pub or we do anything really yeah. if we do anything because I don't know it's just it's, it's more fun than beef like I would say for me but um because I think we, we just bounce off each other and yeah. we I don't know like you said there's a chemistry yeah. there like everybody gets on mm. so. yeah but and it's, and it's also like when new people come along like yourself and Eden and Fraser it's like, it's like you've just been part of the family for years yeah if you know what I mean 
Yeah, you get the right people in that fit the like fit the group and they have the right mentality and they they feel well. I mean, I can't really think of anybody much from the new shall we say the new class from Shrek, but um, like I said, everyone that I've spoken to from the new class have been really nice and I get on with quite a few of them as well. Whether they hopefully some of them stick around. The only problem is. Shrek has got a massive cast. Whether they're going to cut people for kinky boots or some people doesn't come back, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't see them like splitting up the shows because like people might want to do both because it's just I want to do kinky boots because it's something I never. No, thought. I meant like they've got to cut some of the cast down from Shrek because I don't think there's going to be that many roles in kinky boots. And it's about 40 people in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, because you've got... Oh, in in Kinky stuff. Boots, you've got Charlie, Lola, Don, the two girlfriends, the, the, the fiancé and then thingy. Yeah. Then you've got about three more characters. Yeah, I think, I think it's about 10 principals that have speaking lines and yeah. you have some factory workers. Kind of like 30 factory workers <laughs> around in the background. No, uh, no I see what you mean. But no, I don't know, no. like I said, they might just, they might make it work. I mean, it saves people doubling up as different characters. They've got that many people because you like to have the drag queens. And I think what they're probably going to have to do is get women to dress up as men to dress up as women. Maybe that will work. But well, when we did that in, in Dolly, so we do it again. Yeah, just women to dress up as men to dress up as women for drag and we'll be fine. At least then they know how to wear the heels and stilettos, so it'll be easy. Hopefully. Yeah, it will. Because, um, yeah, we've only got the finale and Valve's to finish the track. And that's all we've got to do. Yeah. But we'll have to redo the show, like re <laughs> rehearse the show again and again for quite a while. But this is, um, towards the end of the Grand um, Theatre and stuff, were you having to wear protective masks or, or was it just no. like it was locked down so you didn't have to? No. Um, Basically, as soon as we heard what was going on, we thought it's just a minor thing. It's not. It's yeah. We we didn't realise it was going to be this massive, or we didn't realise we we're going to have to close, or we thought, oh, it's just a short, you know, virus thing, just a little yeah. temporary little. We thought we close for a few weeks and we back back up and no problem, but I think. I can't remember the last the last show I ever did. I think the last show I did before we actually closed. I think I did Scores Alive in February, just middle of February, just before anything was yeah. actually announced, and we were still just as normal. Um, but no, we didn't wear anything because we thought it's just it. It didn't start off as massive. It was, it was, but I would say the actual virus was just so little. Like, obviously it's invisible you can't see it but it was so like we were told it there was something but we didn't know it was that serious so yeah. we, we just kept going as normal until we got told like properly like like neil said to us we would we were doing rehearsals for shrek and we were doing them like we knew there was something but yeah. we didn't know how big it was going to get until neil or nigel said to us Right, we're stopping rehearsals until this is over. 
I think so. I remember the last rehearsal. I think we were all there. I think everyone was there. I'm not sure. I think yeah, because we're doing full show. Yeah, I think we did a um, a basic run through. No, I think the next one we were going to do was a full run through. I don't think we actually did a full run through properly. We might have done an act one, that, but maybe. Yeah, I, I, I felt we did like act one or, or just act two. I think. I think we did act one. Uh, but we never did a full run show because obviously we haven't done the finale yet. But I think the next week we were supposed to do a full run through up until the finale. Yeah, so I think, but around theatre wise, we didn't wear anything because we did. It was just little, and it just got announced, and we didn't know if it was you know properly serious or anything like that until we got told. So, mm. So, luckily enough, we have been on furlough. Um, since the start of lockdown, um, which we were on, we were on the hundred percent rate until fourth of June or July, and yeah. now we're on the eighty percent. So, but then it'll end in October, and don't think the government are going to extend it again. No. So, it's let's just say it's crisis at the moment. You've watched the news. You've heard what's going on. It's yeah. just. Um, yes, we've been closed now for six months in its history, which has never happened before. I mean, like, I watched my dad recording the news yesterday because Ruth was on BBC News last night. Um, the theatre has survived from being demolished, it survived two wars, and there's something else as well. But I can't remember what you said, but it, it has survived a lot. So if we yeah. can survive them, I'm sure somehow we can survive this. But there's got to be some kind of luck or magic that can actually help and manage to save us. Because yeah. if this doesn't happen, we're just, that's it. it will we'll just be closed. And, like, and I said this to people, the, the town needs the ground. We need the ground. Mm. Us amateurs need it. I do because I work there and it's my passion and I've loved theatre since I was a child. Um, I put I put something on Twitter last night. How much this is heartbreaking for me because I've dreamt of working in the ground since I was little and I've seen shows. I think my first show I saw at the ground was Grease, and yeah. I I was only little. My mum told me to see it, but I fell asleep during the show. And my mum's lap. But I remember it very well. I remember it very well. But um, my mum and dad and my family know how passionate I am about the whole building and everything. And I always wanted to wear this since I was tiny top. Because yeah. um, I never wanted to go into sport. Never. Because it was never for me. Or I didn't want to. Because I just found it boring, you know, when you find something yeah. you don't like. I, you probably you've gone probably gone through that phrase as well where you've tried something yeah. and then you don't you don't like it yet. So I think I was in my teens and I think I was in high school and I, I tried to go for cricket lessons but I just didn't like it. I just found I just I was just bored of it. I just I just couldn't get yeah. that um that passion of happiness feeling to myself to say, yeah. Oh yes, I like it. I even tried playing golf as well. No, didn't like it. No sport 
I didn't like. The only sport I'll probably ever play is bowling or badminton. That's it. Just because those yeah. two are more fun. But they're, they're like more family, friends type of yeah, yeah. fun game. But cricket and football and rugby, no, because you just, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I just get bored and I didn't understand the rules. So when I just obviously go into theatre and musicals, thanks to my nana, obviously, um, it just changed my whole life. And with Disney on that as well, with all the Disney productions that Disney do, with it being on Broadway or the West End or, yeah. or in Florida, I was just astounded by everything and just felt like theatre's my area. Before performing arts is my area. So lucky for me, I've done both sides. I've done yeah. performing arts as a hobby and I've done a technical theatre course which I did for two years at Preston College for 2008 to 2010. So, lucky enough, I've had all that experience and been to, do, been to so many theatres and acknowledged so much. Um, I thought I wanted to be a technician, but obviously that's not happened because I've not had the chance or... I don't know, I think I've just fallen out of doing it professionally. You got on the stage and was like, I want to be on the stage. <laughs> like, this is where I belong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I did feel... I don't know. I feel like when I'm on stage, I just feel I'm in, I'm in my happy place. I know I, I know I won't do it as a professional career because, as you know, you, you know, West End people have to have eight shows to do a week. You have to yeah. keep fit. You have to keep your majority of your energy for the whole entire week. And you do it 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. And performers won't get that. Um, they don't get a lot of money, basically. They don't get paid a lot of money for no. shows. So when, like I just said, I've been working in the ground fair since I was a child. And you know how magnificent the whole entire building is from... The moment you step into the auditorium, you just memorized easily. You look up to the ceiling, you look at the walls, you think how much detail has gone into that, and you're like, wow. Yeah. One man designed that whole building, and including the stage. It's just, yes, I know it's not the massive, largest stage, but it's got a nice feeling to it yeah. when, you, when you're just on it. And when you look out, you look at a beautiful, nice, curved theatre with two lovely royal boxes on the side. You've got Shakespeare looking one way and somebody else looking the other way. And you just feel, in, you just get into it and you feel, and I feel like every time I'm there, either it's ushering or I'm helping backstage with, with anything or just whatever I'm doing, I just feel like I'm part of that. And so when um, I applied for box office um, when in 2018, so I got a box office trial for three months in September 2018, just before I started doing Chitty. Well, just before the show came along. And yeah, it was, it was fun. It was good, good experience for me. Something new, something I'd never done before. Yeah. And it was got put on quite some how it works and everything like that. But I didn't really 
Um, let's just say it was like a foot in the door for me. Yeah. Like, I felt like it was the start of something new for me. Like, job-wise for me, previously, I've not done very well because I've like, been on job seekers and stuff like that. And they've not helped me gain anything or get me a job. So yeah. don't do that. Um, but with the grand, it's like they finally gave me a chance or the company did because you know when you apply for jobs and you apply for something on, online and you've taken what maybe an hour or two to fill the application form in, yeah and then you send it off and then you wait 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 and then you don't hear back from them you yeah. feel like well all the time i felt like have i just wasted my time in filling yeah, the application like, form? why did i why did i spend so much time worrying about that and fill it out to make sure and then they don't even respond back to yourself even if it's a rejection they don't even respond but but when i got the call to say that I got an interview for box office, I was like, yes, finally someone's given me the chance yeah. or give me an interview, which is, and they've actually read my application form. Yeah. Well, that's the thing as well. I think certainly with yourself and I feel personally as well, um, online applications don't do yourself justice for somebody, like I said, especially you've got to meet in person to actually feel like see who they are as a person, like feel their energy and enthusiasm about it. Cause you can't show that over a piece of paper or a CV. You need to meet you in person to, and like you said, you got that interview in person, you got the job. So obviously it works. Well, yeah. <laughs> it does, but, but it's like, I didn't even get a chance to like, just go in and like you just yeah. said, like show who I am to them. Yeah. But it's just, it said just online. And, you, and like you said, you can't, they can't see that for an application form if it's online. Yeah. And I felt like th them days are different to now because these days now with people applying for jobs, you'll get probably an interview or something like that. But, yeah. um, but them days, like when I was just a teenager, like not getting any jobs and going on, and going on to Prince, the Prince's Trust, which was another story, um, they just don't... Back then, they didn't do interviews as much, or they didn't have many jobs going. Yeah. But with, cause I met Lucy, box office sales manager, Andrew, who's Howard, who's the marketing manager, Grand, had an interview with them. Yep, that's fine. So I waited, 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 waited. I think I had the interview, I think it was just after I came back from Florida in that year. I think I just had it before, just before, before after I came up to back from Florida, and then had September, October, November of box office. Did my best. That's all I could do. Trying to learn everything, trying to grasp the concept of how it works and all that. Because not only do you have the phone calls and stuff for bookings, you have codes for, for like maybe discounts and stuff on yeah. different shows. Um, so I tried to learn everything that the girls and there's only there's about three or four about five girls, Nick and Chris, who's Chris who's he's quite old and an older man. He's been there a long time, and I mean a very long time. Um he so yeah, got along with them all. Lovely, lovely people. But and then it came to my assessment at one point. And my boss, Lucy, said to me, um, she thought that I didn't really grab the concept of box office completely. 
I think because there was the other girls and stuff feeling back to her, seeing how I was doing. Yeah. They felt, I think, I think that they said, I did my best and tried to learn everything, but I don't think I just really concept it and learned it very well. So, yeah. but the one thing that I kind of liked what Lucy said to me was that she's never met anyone so passionate about theatre and passionate about their work. She, yeah. she said she's never met anyone like that before. She knows, she knew that my passion for everything was high, like top 100%. It's real, it's not, it's not faked. It's not like putting it on just for the job. You actually mean yeah. everything. It's all true in who you are. It's from your heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah she knew. She, she said to me she did not condone that at all. She just wished that she, wished she could see that in everyone like me. So yeah. she, she wishes some people like me who have that passion and who loves what I'm, I'm doing. So yeah. I said to her, no, that's... So yes, unfortunately it was a no, but luckily enough she spoke to my house manager, Sean, um, who's my boss now. Um, and, then, uh, and then during gang show that year, but I, I didn't do gang show that year, but he, he said to me, come into my office, just come in, just come in, I'm gonna ask you something. So I said, okay. And then he said to me, do you want some, um, would you like some hours for pantomime this year for the 2018 one? And I went, uh, in, my, in my head, I was like, what did he just say? Hmm. I was like, someone's just giving me hours out of the blue. Like, yeah. like someone's just like, because when I was in box office, Sean was like, when he comes out to the foyer, when I was standing back behind the glass and he came out to the foyer saying, um, um, when the show's about to begin and stuff like that, he says, close doors, let people go around the back, because they're going to be like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, he knew that I was more capable of more than just sitting behind a desk and at a computer. So instead of just sitting like here now, typing, um, booking people in for a show, say like, um, he knew that I would be more, he could tell me my personality would be more better outside yeah. of the, more with customers and socializing with people and helping them and stuff like that. So he knew that I was, he, he could tell that I was bored behind that, behind the glass panel because I was just sat there. But you just sit there all day, basically, however how many hours you do. Um, yeah. Just, just wait for the phone to ring or people to come in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I didn't get really much hours in box office as much, really. So yeah. that's also another thing that Sean brought up as well. So, and then I was in December 2018, I started ushering. And then 12 months on, now at nearly, nearly 18 months on, mm. uh, I've nearly done two years at the Grand Theatre as an usher with two pantomimes under my belt. Um, and uh, I couldn't have asked for anything more because it's made my life so much more. Yeah. But it's basically it's made my dreams come true of where I wanted to be. Well, yeah. it didn't, it's not saying like, yes, my dreams were different when I was little, but they've changed throughout years. But I think because I wanted to work in the Grand Theatre since I was little, that dream has come true because Lucy gave me the chance to have a go in box office and it got me 
in the building, get my foot on the ladder and start building stuff up and then get mm. onto ushering, which I didn't really expect to happen. But in a way, I'm glad because it's made me not changed, but more happier, more, I put more effort into ushering and more passionate. And, and I'm in a theatre that I love and I always have loved since I was tiny. And I could not, I would not move at all. I wouldn't even dare go for another job because I, I want to stick there and move up the ladder. Because that said to me one time, um, what do you consider yourself doing Sean's job, being house manager? And I said, yeah, 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 later on in years, like if I, if I keep going up the ladder and yeah. uh, I probably could get to house manager. So, and throughout the 12 months of last year, I don't know how it went so quick, but I enjoyed every single minute. And I feel like that's me, this is me, I'm now settled. Because, um, like, obviously, when I was in high school, people thought, like, oh, you're never going to get go gain to that. You're never gonna, you, you know, doubting people telling yeah. me I'm not going to do this, do that. Doubting, like, the doubting me and stuff like that. But I feel like I've won in a way because I can tell the bullies in high school now, have you got two jobs? Have you, have you gained your um, dream job? Yeah. Have I? Yes. Because I've worked hard. I've wanted, I've kept my passion about it and I've got it. And people have given me the chance to shine. Because Sean's given me like so many hours. He gives me so much to do. He yeah. believes in what I can do. And he knows I'm committed to the job because I'm always, if he stops something, I'll say, yeah, I'll do that. Do you, me, do you want me to come in and do it for you? Do you want me to cover someone for you? Do you want me to? I'll do, I'll help out anyone. That's yeah. not sure. Because it makes me more committed and he, and he can see that. And, and I was, I said this to my mom and dad last week. I said, he's like the best boss I've ever had in years. Because it's like, it's like Bob's like, cause, um, Sean's like a dad of us ushers. He's like Mr. Mr. Grand, shall I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause he, we have such a laugh as ushers, and we have a laugh with him, and he makes us so feel welcome. And that's what I feel like with Bops. I feel like Bops on the ground, are like myself, are like just built into one. Yeah. And um, it, it gives me more of the chance to do stuff. Like he, he's put me one show, he made, he, he, someone was, was training me on the bar, and they were actually properly teaching me, properly. Yeah. And teaching me how to use the tills, how to pour a pint, and yeah. uh, just everything. And I've got more experience out of this than I have jobs when I was younger. And like I said, I feel like I am home. This is why every time I'm on Facebook, I will say it's my second home because it is my second home. Because yeah. I'm always, I'm I, like last year. I never like hardly ever saw my mum and dad. I was always going to do his mushroom. I was because I was got lots of hours, and I don't know why. Like years ago, people, companies didn't give me that chance. But 
but maybe because in a way my life wasn't maybe that wasn't the path I wasn't meant it's to not your path. everything happens for a reason I'm a big fan believer yeah. in that it was building you up to obviously get this moment to obviously go out and do the grand theater and like you say get the dream job that you've always wanted yeah because it's like um there's that phrase dream it believe it achieve it yeah so i've um i've gone that way and because there's a there's roads to different dreams i, I had when i was little but i think like you said it happens for a reason or so it just or something magically happens that way yeah and i've gone the way that i wanted to and um I cannot, these days now, I can't thank Sean and everybody else for giving me a chance just to be who I am, be doing what I love, being in yeah. the building that I love and I'm passionate about and I'll do anything just to help out, whether it's support it or do more hours. Because Sean knows I will. He knows how committed I am to the job and I'll do anything just to be it's like it's like I could live there basically yeah because I I would if I could build a flat above the actual top the actual building itself I would just would I would just live there completely hopefully something's gonna happen and we won't be in a mess anymore but it just it's just the deck each day goes by each day and just thinking like what's gonna happen yeah but hopefully the government can see that um, that we need this money, really. But it's um, but yeah, um, uh, not the ground. I love it, and I wouldn't change it for the world, and I wouldn't leave it for anything else, not at all. So I'll go to our final segment. Have you watched any of the other videos, like with Jason, or did you watch Jason's video? Uh, I've watched a bit, but I need to watch some. All, and just watch it all the way through, which I need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I know that I've got a massive, massive collection of Pokemon cards. Have you told Jason this? Because he would happily buy them off you. <laughs> if there's some that <laughs> oh, he needs. Would. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've probably got thousands somewhere in my room, somewhere. I think in my toy cupboard, I've, I've got thousands. I think I've got. The folder that it came with when I was collecting them. So they're all probably I don't know what I'm... really good condition. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I actually don't at the minute. So um... I will. Um, I'll let Jason know, and he'll be in contact with you. <laughs> yeah, just tell him. But I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them because I know they'll be worth a lot of money these days. Yeah, I know they will. So basically, what I was going on to about with the the final segment, I usually do like a, a favourites. So it's just quick fire questions. What What's your favourite movie? Movie? Yeah, what's your favourite movie film? Oh, um, oh gosh, oh, can I say two or can I say one? I mean, one guess that I had said three. So yeah, uh, they always did the top five. So yeah, do whatever you want. Um, um <laughs> that's the future. Beast and the Beast. Uh, I think I've only got two. Two, that's all I've got in my mind in a minute. Back to the Future and Beauty and the Beast. It's your favourite musical? 
<laughs> that changes every time. It changes. And that goes up and down. Um, um, oh, oh gosh. This is what I mean. It changes all the time. Uh, uh, I think it's majority of. Um, again, I've got Beast and the Beast because it's it's a massive production, and I've seen it professional wise, and I've done it myself amateur wise, yeah. and I like. Priscilla, because it's got a great message about it. Uh, there's so many musicals, I just can't, <laughs> but I, th I think the most one that I've actually do like the most is Lion King, because I've seen that five times live on stage, and I just can't get over how m amazing it is. But and then I've got I've got Mary Poppins musical wise. So I saw that in New York, major massive production. I loved it. So it's, it's kind of a it's it changes between them. So between Beast and the Beast, Lion King, Priscilla, Mary Poppins, so about four I've got, really. Okay. But it changes a lot because it depends how the show impresses me too much. Yeah. Well, as you say, you haven't seen it yet, but Back to the Future, the musical is incredible as well. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so annoyed I didn't get to see it. You did. I thought, no. I was like, I was talking to Fraser and he brought up Dear Evan Hansen and I was like, I haven't seen Dear I had tickets to see Dear Evan Hansen in May. And obviously it closed oh. down, so I haven't seen Dear Evan Hansen yet. So Well I think you and me well, because I'm gonna go see Beast Back to the Future with you. Yeah. And I want Dear Evan Hansen as well. Yeah. They'd just go for a matinee and an evening show. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I like that. I think we should I think we should do that. I think we should yeah. Depends how long, obviously, it takes for it to transfer to the West End. Uh, hopefully, it won't take too long when they get everything back up no. and running. Um, yeah. So, this is a two-parter. Favourite band and favourite singer. Favourite band? So, you've got a band and then Ooh. a solo singer. Oh. Ooh. Band. Um, I don't really listen to bands, really, because... I did like my One Direction and yeah. uh, I don't really listen to much bands. It depends what kind of songs they do and if it's really good. Yeah. I, did, I, did, I did like kind of a One, one Direction type because they were good. Uh, singer, that varies really much. I think my top one is probably Cliff Richard. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't when Anna introduced me to him, I wouldn't be who I am today. Um, I like a bit of Cliff Richard. I like a bit of uh, I like a bit of Dolly Parton when she sings some good songs like Jolene and Nine to Five and that type of thing. Uh, who else? I like different like people who sing Disney songs, but like in their own way. Yeah. Like. Um, like Panic um, sang in the Frozen 2 song, yeah. That's one yeah. of the top played on Spotify at the moment. Because I thought that was really, really good version of it. Yeah. Um, uh, I do like Matthew Morrison, definitely, because he's done his own versions of some classic Disney songs, which I do like. So it's quite, it depends, really. But yeah. I do like a bit of. Ollie Murs as well, because it's a very cheeky chappy song. Yeah. Do you have a um, <laughs> do you have a favourite song and then a favourite song from a musical? 
Oh, again, again, yeah. again, it changes. <laughs> um, um, a song from a musical. Uh, oh, it changes up and down like a yo-yo. Um, it's majority of like, I did, when we did Dolly last year, um, I felt, my f- I think the favourite song was Hello Dolly, because it was just such a massive song, and we were all in it, basically. Um, uh, what else? So like, uh, it means just, just normal song-wise, or... Yeah, like a normal song, so one normal song from like an artist or a, a band, and uh, okay. one from a mm-hmm. musical. Um, normal song. Uh, I do like um, uh, "Hello, My Love" from Westlife. That's a good song. And I, I do like um, "I'm Alive" by Celine Dion because she's such a fabulous singer. Yeah. And uh, I loved um, how she sang um, "Days in the Sun" from the live-action film of Beating the Bridge. Because okay. that was a really nice song, and I felt that I, I love her voice. I've loved her for a long time because she's just obviously she's connected with Beauty and the Beast. So, but when she's doing solo wise, she just just got this beautiful, magnificent voice that I love about her. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the final questions: Do you have a song that you'd usually sing for an audition? Do you have like an audition song? Like when if you had to go for an audition, do you have like a, a set song you'd do? Um, it depends on what maybe I'm auditioning for. I think when I auditioned for this company called Eminem, and basically it's like a touring company where you go and do pantos and yeah. different, like Alice in Wonderland and like. A group of like our age type of people around schools yeah. and doing little shows and stuff like that. Um, I went to London, went to London for that on my own, and I think I sang a whole new world for the just just Aladdin, Aladdin's part. But I haven't done much auditioning for a while, so but I would say a whole new world, but the Aladdin part. Yeah, that's perfect. So. Before I do um, let you go on me on the conversation, I usually get um, everybody to shout out their Instagram, Twitter followers. Where can we follow you on all social media platforms? Uh, Instagram is Matt91Smith. Uh, Twitter is um, at MattSmith, but it's got two haters on the end because there's so many in my name yeah. in the world. So, Because so, it wouldn't let me have just my normal name. That's perfect. So, thank you very much for joining us. I'll um, I'll end it here now. No. So, stop recording. No, thank you, mate. Thank you.